live from the summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, the Gore presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Eric Holdy and Kay Watnani. Today's topic, dominating new markets with video and social media. So this is an awesome class today. I'm like really, really excited about it because Rick always jokes around with me like I'm the new age real estate agent. I'm the internet guy. Well, I'm a former internet guy. Okay? But I transitioned a lot of my business to, you know, videos and social media. So the class that we're going to be teaching you today is how to dominate your market with videos and social media. I know the title says new markets, but some of us right now are not even dominating the market that we're in. I'm number two in my market. It bugs me. I'm not even number one. So why should I be going out for new markets? Okay? Dominate the one you're in. Like Lizzie, you dominate your market, right? Absolutely. I gotta be like you. Okay? So, that's what we're gonna be teaching you today. And really what we want you to get out of it today is leave with an action plan that you're going to implement over the next 30 days. Not just implement, but execute at a high level. Alright? So, let me just tell you about myself. My, my name is Kay Watanabe. I know we got some lenders in here today. So if you see me, say hi. I know I'm a real estate agent. I know a lot of you, real, uh, uh, lenders out there, are a little afraid when you come and see me or come and talk to me, right? You're not, but I'm going to teach you some things today that is going to help you get past that fear from what we're going to be talking about, all right? So I've been with the core for seven years, all right? My first two years, I was a terrible student, like really, really, really bad student, okay? So anybody can blow up at any time. When I first came into the core, I sold 37 houses and I thought I was the man, I was the number one person in my brokerage company. I know, right? 37 houses. And I was number one in my brokerage company. And then five years later of being pounded by Rick, Kendra, I sold 408 houses. Okay? I was a project, a special project for Rick because I wasn't big enough to get in. So I'm really excited to, you know, teach today with Eric Colby. Um, this guy's a rock star. He wasn't really like me. I was a, I was a knucklehead. I was the guy that really struggled through, but he came out of the gates and became a coach really, really early on, makes millions of dollars, has a fantastic business, super buff, super handsome, so I'll let you introduce super yourself. Super broken, <laughs> just like all of you, it's all good though. So, um, it, my, my, I just want to say, you know, has anybody seen a video that Rick has sent out? Anybody been on the core Facebook page? Anybody know the hashtag for this event? Yep. So just so we're clear, Rick does not believe in video, social media, internet, any of that stuff, right? So we get to teach this class, even though he doesn't believe in it, but he builds his business just the same way. And, you know, part of what I want to express to you guys is really, you don't have to be an expert in any of those things to still do this. I don't know how to do really Instagram, Facebook, video production, any of that, but when you see what I've done and the people that I have and the people that I have around, the point is... You just have to find great people to be around you. And that's been one of the keys to my success along the way is just really finding those things that I wanted to be able to do and then finding somebody that knew how to do it really well and then implementing. So um, excited to work with Kay. He's, he's a master implementer, very dialed, everything like that. I'm really more of like 
just show up, where to go, tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Uh, Teddy walked in, he's like, are you ready? And he's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to wing it up there. But it's really kind of what I do. It's easier for me. Even when you see some of the videos I'm doing, I don't go in, I don't map out a big plan of what I'm going to do. I kind of have a topic that I want to discuss, and, you know, I just go with it. And, and I think the big thing with social media and Internet and, and video and all these things is so many people think they have to have all the answers. They have to know how to do it. They don't like how they look. They don't like how they sound. They don't know what people are going to judge them if they put it out there. But the reality is, we all are in relationships. So who you are, what you put out there, that's who you are. And those people that want to work with you based on that, or how they see you, or how they how they you know interpret what you look like, it's just it is what it is. So you got to do it. I, I fought social media for a long time. When I got in the core, I didn't meet with clients face to face. I didn't go to closings. I didn't do anything. I sat at my desk. I made phone calls. I sent out ten quotes a day. That's my core journey. Anybody who said yes, great. I'd close the loan. Anybody that said no, or I never followed up anyway. But I closed 360 units a year with one assistant. It was an 80-hour work week. <laughs> made a lot of money. But when I came to this for the first time, I was like, I don't even know any of this stuff. I didn't do any of it. No social media, no plan, no nothing. Just show up and you know grind all day, every day. So slowly, this is my 11th semester, um, I just implemented a little bit each time. And, and some of my video stuff that you're going to see now is really, really good. But I'll tell you, the first videos that I started doing, we literally, like, in the front of my office, at the reception desk, we took a lampshade off of the light in the front as the light, and we had a camera sitting on a box and a little boom mic over here, and they looked like, I looked like a POW. Like, it was just one of those things where I'm like, but I got it out there, and my clients are going to be like, hey, I liked your video, I saw it, and I was like, really, you like that? I'm like, man, and then I look at them now, and, you know, they're, they're, they're good. I, I, fortunately, you know, I've been able to do some things where, you know, you start making a little bit more money, or you start investing, you can pay a little more. Um, and I think that the goal for, for everyone in here is whether you have never done a video, or you've done them and you want to take it to the next level, it's just about getting going and then continue to build just like everything we do in the court. So excited to do that. Kay has some great tactics on how to get started. I'm going to be a little bit more talking about and showing some live example stuff of, of what I'm doing right now. And uh, we're going to ask questions or let you guys ask questions along the way, but it's going to be fun. So yep. here we go. Let's jump into it. So Tino, can we get our first slide up here? A lot of the stuff, I don't want you writing everything down, okay? You're going to take a few tactics that you're going to implement right away. But let me just start out, just because I want to get a good pulse of the room, is how many people shoot weekly videos? Like, okay, so about a quarter of the room. All right. How many people have a separate business page, separate uh, Facebook business page, separate from your personal page? Okay, so good. Love that. Okay, so I get so many friends that complain to me about my personal page because I manage it myself. So I get weeks and weeks and weeks of messages of friends reaching out to me there and I never respond because I'm just really, really bad at it. But on my business page, since now it's actually run by some administrative people on my team, nothing ever is left unchecked. We execute a plan that's very, very effective, okay? Social media right now is a very powerful thing. It's like the wave of the future. Even Rick said it. I know he said something up here today that he says he doesn't really believe in it, but, you know, deep down, he says it's a really, really powerful thing and it's something that we have to jump on board, we have to understand. But it's also a very dangerous thing. So I'm going to share two stories with you, okay? I'm going to show you how I lost some business with social media, 
Okay, so I handed out a referral to a lender, and the client called me up and said, hey, Kay, um, just quick question. Why did you send me to the lender that's the biggest party animal in our town? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really even know because I wasn't big in social media at the time. They're like, have you ever looked at his Facebook? I said, no. So I went in and I looked at it, and yeah, that's what it was. It was, every, it was him in the club, Okay, just pounding down drinks, women everywhere, fancy cars, all that type of stuff. So I lost some business from it. And what I learned from it, there's a few things that I always promote now on my, my personal and my business page. Number one is my business. I promote my business on there. Number two, I promote my family. And number three, charity and some of the philanthropy work that we do as well. All right, But it wasn't all bad for me. One story that I want to share that really made me ramp up my social media was I had a really good friend that wanted to get into property management. And I asked him, hey, Brad, do you have any property management experience? He was like, no, but I'm going to follow this plan that I got from someone else. Okay, So zero property management experience. And then I saw him go from zero to 67 clients in a three-month period. From zero, no experience, brand new into that realm, zero to 67. Has anybody here, brand new, went from zero to 67 clients? Raise your hand, because that is like phenomenal. I would walk around with him. We'd go to these real estate seminars and these networking events. And they're like, hey, everybody, that's the, that's the bald social media guy. That's the bald property management guy. Hey, Brad, you, you do all that property management. I looked over at him like, dude, you don't even do social. You don't even do property management. How'd you blow it up? And he blew it up through weekly videos posted on his social media. Nothing fancy. Shot it himself. Shot it on site at every single house that he was taking on as a client. Every single one. To the point where he was doing videos like almost every single day. Okay, so we're going to teach you a lot about that stuff. Um, right now, the social media that I have that we work on in our business, number one for me is Facebook. It is my number one by far, not even close. Number two is Instagram. Number three is LinkedIn. I know there's a lot of other stuff out there. You've got Pinterest. You've got Snapchat. I mean, what else is there out there? I only do the three that you do, too. Yeah. I think my kids do some other stuff. And one thing that I want to caution you of is don't do every single one at the same time. Find one. Master it. Because once you do that, it, the, the results can be so explosive for you. Um, so do you want to talk about like some of the stuff that you work and your Facebook and Instagram and yeah, LinkedIn? Yeah, I mean, a, a, a little, little story just for me. I, I was really fearful of getting on Facebook at all. I was like, what ex-girlfriend is going to find me? Or <laughs> what person is going to, you know, I really wanted to fly under the radar for a long time with Core. Like even when I, you know, people didn't know what I did. I didn't want him in my business. I didn't want any agents to feel like, oh my gosh, you know, he does too much or he's too busy. So for a long time, I didn't do that. Actually, the core really helped me with Rick saying, hey, people need to know who you are. People need to get out there. And I started seeing like these younger lenders or other lenders and they were posting all this stuff and doing all these things. Like, I do more than that guy. Why is that guy up there like bragging on himself and all this stuff? And I was like, I never want to be like that. But what I realized is that stuff is perception, right? Perception is reality. People see that. People see, oh, well, you're, this guy's at the closing and they took a gift basket and this late, this lender sent, you know, my realtor a big 
Tower of Treats from Harry and David. I'm like, what the heck are they doing? You know, and you start seeing those things. And then what I started realizing is when I'm making my Monday calls, man, it's real easy if I can just go on Facebook and find out what they're doing. And at the same time, when I start putting things on, the agents and the people start talking about me. Hey, I saw your daughter was in the softball game. I saw this. I saw that. So it became the conversations that I started having with social media became much better. And then I started doing the videos to my clients and I started doing all the little things. But as far as, you know, I think little Facebook posts here and there. I think sometimes, you know, some people do it a lot. You look at a guy like Sean Kaplan, if anybody's friends with him, I mean, he is like consistent video, 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 right? Whether you look at him or not, I see it all the time. And the other piece that I really like about, you know, the video, when you do get into that in in the social media, our eyes are drawn to the stuff that's moving. I don't know about you guys, but like I can be going through that stuff for just a quick minute. If there's a video, boom, I'm going to stop and I'm going to look at it. I'm going to stop and I'm going to look at those things. So I just use really Facebook, business Facebook page, uh, Instagram, and I kind of post the same stuff on Instagram that I do and then LinkedIn. So it's all, I don't do like on Instagram I do this, on Facebook I do this, on LinkedIn I do this. It's really all the same. My, my goal is just to hammer it when I put it out there. I want it on all the different ones so that it becomes more brand recognition than anything. Yeah, so one thing too, you, you, you're seeing a lot of companies out there that say, hey, you know what? I can do your social media for you. And I'll start and we talked about some companies out there that will say, hey, I will make sure you have the best social media in your market. So I hired one of those companies early on because I didn't believe that my team could handle it. Right? And let me tell you, it was absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. I had one of my buddies call me up and said, hey, Kay, why are you posting the same stuff that I'm posting? I said, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, look at my page and look at your page. So the people that sold me the $2,500 a month saying that I was going to get original content is literally copying and pasting stuff that they just do all over the country. Okay? The crazy part about it is he had another company that was actually working his account. A different company posting the same stuff. I was just so embarrassed by it. Then I finally just said, you know what, I'm going to actually turn this over to my team and let them show me what they have. And that's why Rick always like harps on, make sure you get the young people, young people, young people. I mean, they're just amazing at what they do. So one thing I want to jump right into right now is just the basics of starting to do videos. When I asked the, you know, the, the group here, only about a quarter of us are shooting videos consistently. So I want to spend some time here. Number one, just go over just some of the equipment that you need. Okay, so the first thing is I don't have any special crazy, crazy camera. I don't. I'm very, very simple with my business. And I'm going to have Eric share his, the way he does it, because he, he has a, a much better setup than me. But I do have, it's all shot from an iPhone. Okay, and do we have that picture of your studio up there as well? Uh, yeah, I think my studio. So, number one is you have to have a camera. Right, iPhone, you can get one of those mirrorless cameras, whatever you want, go get it. Okay? One thing that I want to really stress on is start small. I had a, a student, I don't want to name their name, but they went out and bought a $6,000 camera. $6,000 camera. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, Start small, number one, start with your iPhone. Right now, the iPhone has some amazing video features, okay? Number two is you want to have a place to shoot. 
Okay? You shoot in your studio there, and for lenders, it's a lot easier for them to shoot in those studios. As a real estate agent, I like to shoot at houses. I like to shoot at businesses. And we're actually going to talk about some of the businesses that we shoot. Okay? Number two is you have to have really good lighting. Lighting is very, very, very key. Okay? You don't want to have a video up there that you're looking dark, you're looking fuzzy. And if you are in a stationary area, you want to have a really nice backdrop. When I'm on my core coaching calls, a lot of my core coaches make fun of me because I have a brick wall behind me. They're always making fun. They're like, hey, you look like you're in a dungeon. You look like you're in a prison. And Phil's back there. He knows about it. Yeah, it was cinder blocks. <laughs> but that's what he noticed. That's what a lot of them notice. So I changed that. Now I have a nice backdrop, even when we're doing video conferences, because I, I don't want anything or anybody to think that the quality of anything that I do is very, very low. All right? Next thing, when you start to step up your game and you start to get really comfortable with it, is you want to have some video editing software. So write this down. This is what I use. And let me tell you, this thing is foolproof. You can put fireworks in there. You can take stuff out. You can splice videos together. It's called Filmora. F-I-L-M-O-R-A. And then the number nine. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Are you the one actually doing the editing of your stuff? Or do you have somebody that does it? In the beginning, I was. Okay. Okay. In the beginning, I was because... I just wanted to understand it. At the time, my team was at full capacity and I couldn't add this stuff on. I, I started shooting a lot of videos in the beginning part of the year and everybody remembers what happened in the beginning of the year, right? It wasn't good. I had to lay people off. Okay, so I would do it at night. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd jump on there, I'd watch my sports, I'd catch up and I would play with it where I could do all types of different editing. Next thing is you want to have a microphone. If you're in a conference room, you're going to hear a pretty loud echo, or it's going to sound fuzzy. So now we have wireless mics, and they're not that expensive. We have wireless mics that clip on, so there are audio sounds of a high quality. Okay? So one thing, too, I'd really, really want to stress is it doesn't have to be overly perfect. Okay? We shoot all of our videos in-house. And it's edited in-house right now. How do you do yours? So we do a couple different ways. Um, again, the studio that you saw here, that's we call that our studio in a box. It's about a $15,000 setup. Okay, So it's a different level. But I started with iPhone on a tripod with a ring light and a boom mic. So the total cost when we started doing it was about $500. And we did great videos, and we actually taught realtors. We'd bring agents in and teach them how to do it so they could take them to their to their listings or do the other things. You know, I when I first started doing video, I just did it myself. On my iPhone, trim, edit, email, send, nice meeting you. It just was something to do. Even as a text message, I'll still do that when I meet with a client. I'll just take a quick video on my phone. Hey, John and Susie, it's great meeting you. Thank you so much for coming in. I look forward to working you the rest of the way. Boom, send. It's so much better. They get that little video on their phone compared to just a thank you note or an email. It takes 10 seconds. Take it one time. Don't watch yourself and do it over 20 times. And think, I mean, that's not the point. No one's looking at you. So the, the real message with all this is don't go and buy a studio like mine. 
if you don't have people that can use it and you're not going to use it. We use that as a recruiting tool. We use that as an opportunity to get agents when they're coming through our office. It's really, again, that perception piece, but it doesn't have to be done. And like you said, for us, really, we, we, we're using our studio less and less now, and, and you'll see here we're, we're going out in the field because that's better. That's what people want to see. The game is changing a little bit compared to you know how it was where, hey, I'm going to stand in front of this green screen. Question? I, we like the boom mic. I don't know if you have one, just a whatever the... I mean, we just went down thing. to Best Buy and picked one, a wireless one. I don't even know what it is. I'm sorry. But if you Google it, I mean, you can get that stuff on Amazon. It's not that expensive. But that's something you definitely want to have. Okay? It'll just improve the quality of your video. Uh, I used to be on you. There's a good one by Rode, which is a small shotgun that'll go on top of your phone. The second one's by Samsung, and you can get wireless lavalier mics. You can actually pair two of them up to the same receiver. It goes on your phone, so you can do interviews, and it'll pump in good audio. Cool. Samsung is S A M S O N. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, he was actually telling me he does. He, you were a, a video audio guy before you jumped in to be a real estate agent, right? Just audio. Okay, so he's, he's the subject matter expert there. One thing that I want to tell you about video, okay, is you're going to make mistakes. If you're not doing it, you're going to make mistakes. You have to get over the fear. For a long time, see, I wasn't like Eric. I was the guy that would prepare, work off of a script, shoot a video over and over and over and over, and then I stopped because it was taking me too long. So one thing is, I'm not a scripted type of person, all right? I I speak about, I shoot videos about stuff that I know, okay? I don't try to wing it just because it's not me. And I work really, really well off of bullet points. I don't like to read off of the script. Anytime I read off of the script, it is just, it just goes points, so bad. Bullet points all the way. And people can tell if you're reading a script or if you're trying to, it just doesn't come out well. So if I know, hey, I'm going to talk about, you know, rates, refis, rates dropping, whatever it is, that's... I kind of know those three things, and I'll just have a piece of paper out in front. If there's something like a, a loan limit change that I want to get out, I'll just have the number like really big out in front, and that's all I need because that's the part that stirs me up or you know kind of trips me up. It's like, okay, is it four five eight seven four six or you know like those yeah. types of things. But yeah, definitely like I would. The biggest thing I would say is don't try to memorize a script. You're not in a play, you know. You're not gonna need to do that. You just kind of get your point across. Yeah. So just some aspects about a good video. Okay. Um, this is very, very important. I'm just going to share a few tactics here just to make sure your video uh, really hits home for people. Number one, you want to have an exciting, exciting start to the video. The fastest way you can lose someone is if it's not exciting in the beginning. There's, mo- there's studies that show that people will stop your video within the first 10 seconds if it's not something energetic, it's not something like a header coming across that really captures them. So it has you have to have some excitement or something really exciting in the video. Number two is you don't want your videos to be too long. One to two minutes, two minutes tops. And if it goes longer than that, break it up into parts. Part one, part two, okay? One thing about when you start to post this stuff on social media, this is part three, it has to be quality content. I know there's a lot of people out there right now, and this is mainly in the Instagram world, they're really pushing content, content, they're pushing, and they they probably know a little more than me, 
Okay? But they're pushing just overall content versus quality content. I'm going to show you like a little story about Facebook. Not sure. This is a fact. Okay? Because I've studied it. Is if you're not getting engagement on your videos, Facebook will stop showing it to a certain audience. It will only show your videos on the audience that are engaged with it. So engagement is really, really big. So if you're just shooting just to shoot, okay, and you're not really having any content that matters, it's going to stop showing. Save that informational content, maybe for your database, your clients, or anything like that. The videos that you post on social media have to be very, very, very impactful. So what we want to do now is we want to actually go into some of the videos that we shoot. Um, Tanil, can we get Eric's video up here, get it running? Yeah, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about this, guys. So. This is a, a, a TV show called The American Dream that I'm a part of. There's some other lenders in here that, that do it as well. What I want to tell you is you don't have to have a show at all to do this stuff. There's an agent, one of the agents uh, that I brought here, Charlotte Clawson, she's in Montana. She does this stuff at listings. She does this stuff with with um, other business people that, that are of interest to her. She has herself doing things. Athena Brownson, who's the agent who's on the show with me that I'm going to show, it's her first time here as well. They're young, they're on, they're on the show, but they highlight businesses, they do other things, they can show their listings. This is stuff where really you can hire a videographer or an editing company. Maybe it's gonna cost you, you know, a couple of thousand dollars to do it, which I know is a lot. These are more high-end stuff, but to just take the TV show part out of it, you can do this. So for lenders, if you have agents that you wanna partner with and do these things, it's an opportunity. For the agents in the room that are watching this, you can see that the, the realtor that's on this doesn't say anything about houses, other than, you need to take care of your physical fitness if you're going to do it. So this is going to be about a 10-minute segment. I know we talked about, you know, shorter videos. These are longer. The second one is going to be me, and it's kind of the trifecta, the way I set this thing up. So I have a builder that I work with that works with several different developers and build stuff. So I said, hey, would you be cool if I highlighted your company and I showed some stuff about your company and some of the work that you do? And, of course, they're like, yeah, that sounds great. They're nervous, like I've never been on TV or anything. I'm like, look, it's going to be fine. We're just going to go. You can show me one of your, you know, one of your rehab things that'll highlight your company. We've talked about that. Then he said, we'll also go over to one of my townhome projects. That's a new construction townhome, so you can see some of that stuff. Highlight a new agent, and at the same time, because I did that, the managing broker of that agent's office has now reached out to me to do some other stuff with them when he has an in-house lender. So the point is. Whether you have a show, don't have a show, you can really leverage this stuff to go out there and nothing that I'm talking about here or that the agent's talking about has anything to do with selling houses or me talking about mortgage rates or how loans work. I, I think sometimes the stuff that we get into is a little bit more of like, well, this is what's happening in the market, blah, 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 blah. Like, no one wants to hear that stuff. Like, they just don't. And it's boring and... They're going to watch it for a couple of seconds. It's great to get it out, but you being the financial expert, like people can watch CNN, you know, they can, they can do that. So go ahead and play it again. It's about 10 minutes long. If you, we can stop in between or whatever you guys want to, but we'll roll it. The concept of the American dream is one that emphasizes prosperity, success, and the pursuit of happiness. And in this case, entertainment. We like to entertain and inform our audience by sharing cool stories from your city and across the nation. Our story this week is about the launch of our newest market in the Garden State, New Jersey. I'm your host, Jen Morris, and welcome to the American Dream. 
do it in the spirit of going against the grain of the negative media, giving inspiring information, and having people walk away from our show with something of value. You're seeing a disruption in both the real estate and the mortgage space. A lot of people just not willing to put in the work. What video does is that it demands an emotional response. You know what I love about the show? It's totally unscripted. <laughs> Our first segment is brought to you by a professional in your city. Let's hear what they have to share. Hey, it's Eric Colby with Mutual of Omaha Mortgage, co-host of the American Dream Show here in Denver. We are at Resilience Code in Centennial, Colorado, getting ready to take a look at one of the most premier elite sports and fitness facilities in the country. We're going to meet with a friend of mine, Dr. Chad Prestmack, as well as Athena Brownson with Compass. Uh, this facility caters to the top-level athletes in the country, as well as CEOs. As we all know, you have to be in your best peak performance, both physically and mentally, and this place is awesome. I look forward to taking a look with you. Hey, it's Athena Brownson. I'm here today at Resilience Code, one of the top performance training facilities in the entire country here in Centennial. I'm going to be taking you around, take a look at the gym. We're going to go get an IV upstairs, and then we're going to be meeting with the owner, Dr. Chad Pressmack, and learning a little bit about what his vision was for the space and how it can help anyone from professional athletes to professionals like myself. So thanks for coming by, and I can't wait to take you a little bit around the gym today. So, we're going to start off by taking you through a couple of the most high-tech, innovative features that Resilience Code has to offer with my trainer, Evan. And first, we're going to start off with the DynaVision. This looks at your neuromechanical coupling, a.k.a. how quickly your brain tells your muscles what to do. So, let's give it a try. <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I tied my last, last week. Okay, yep. cool. Not bad. So right now, I'm on the gait analysis treadmill. This is a very unique feature of resilience code because it does a specific movement analysis based on how my body works. My trainers then can then take it, put that data into my workout and make an individualized plan for me to make sure that I'm training to the best of my performance. And also is something that we can track over time to see how I'm getting better as we train together. Stretching the quad. so much fun showing you guys a little bit about how I work out in this amazing facility. And now we're actually going to talk to the man, the myth, the legend, the founder of Resilience Code, Dr. Chad Pressmack. So come take a look. We're going to see why he created this incredible space. Hey, how's hey. it going? I'm good, Athena. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank you, you so much for having us here today. Um, we're taking a little look around Resilience Code, looking at all of the different features you have to offer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why you created this place and what it means to you? Uh, I'd love to. So, as a neurosurgeon uh, living in the medical community, I think that there needed to be a combination of where fitness, medicine, science, and technology all met. We are frustrated by sometimes the fads that we're 
word driven in on how we work out. On the other hand, we're kind of scared of what we do in the medical field because it's about illness and doctors. Yeah. Uh, so at the Resilience Co., we've kind of bridged performance science and precision medicine to come together so we can all be healthy and learn about our health just like one would learn about them when they're ill. Okay. So I'm a professional athlete, I'm a uh, sick person, or I'm maybe a CEO. What would it look like if I was coming in here for the first time to figure out what my performance goals are and make a plan? Unlike what other systems have, we're very interested in one, identifying these goals and then testing, training and retesting okay. so we could prove concepts. So if you're an athlete and you had some issues that you said, I want my hip pain better and I want to be faster, well, we would do specific testing based off those goals. Okay. We'd then have an individualized program and we would retest so we know you're achieving those goals. To have a holistic look, you need to look at the mind, the body, and the biology. Those are the testing domains which then give us a story about you. I want to know what your biomarkers are for your nutrition, your inflammatory markers, what makes you inflamed, what gets in your brain, and what we can get out of it to make you achieve all of your goals. Yeah, well, I'm grateful for that, obviously, because it's helping me feel so much better. So thank you so much for all you're doing. Thank you for having us today. And uh, you need to get back to the operating room. I'm going to yeah. go get an IV. So thanks again, Chad. You're welcome. You're welcome, Athena. So one of my favorite parts about coming to Resilience Code is the fact that I'm able to go get a killer workout in downstairs, and then I can come right upstairs to the recovery center where I get one of the best IV treatments in the world from our amazing nurses and then I'm able to go over and get some body work done. We've got cryotherapy, hot and cold pools, massage, acupuncture, chiropractors, the list goes on and on. So I couldn't be more excited to have been able to share this place with you today, and I look forward to seeing you next time on American Dream TV. Thanks for tuning in. Our national story this week introduces us to our newest market. If you can. We hear from one more professional from your next... Okay, so... Agents in the room. Did she talk anything about houses? Did she show a house? Did she do anything? So her goal is to get in with professional sports teams. So Chad is the neurosurgeon for the Broncos. Um, when I went in there, Peyton Manning was in there working out before we got started. So she is working that angle. She just had an interview or a interview with the Denver Nuggets last week because of this. So she's utilizing these things to get in front of people. Now, whether it's a show or not a show, if she, any of you just said, hey, I'm going to go out. I want to highlight your project. I want to highlight your business. I know there's some some guys at, at Guild that are doing some of this stuff, too, that I see online where they're just kind of creating their own little shows and things like that. You can do it. Again, that's high level. But the reality is that videographer that does these for us is 300 bucks an hour. 300 bucks. He comes out. Actually, not even an hour. He's $300 for three hours. So he comes out and he'll film and he sends the B-roll to somebody that then takes the music, creates it, and does all that stuff behind it. So... Um, any anybody doing anything like that in here where they've gone to just businesses or highlighted things? You're doing some of that stuff. How's it going? How did it work? Yeah, I mean, people want the they want the attention. You know, no one says to me, "I don't want you to come in here and I don't want you to talk about me or I don't want you to put me out here." They're nervous sometimes to be on, but you know, Chad was nervous, Dr. Chad, but he got on there and he talked some, you know, about things and it, it does good stuff for his business as well. So. The next one that we're going to show, we'll go ahead and show mine. So again, this is kind of the trifecta part where I had highlighting a developer, a new construction condo project, and was able to get in front of a, a broker owner of a 500 agent office in Colorado. So go ahead and play it. National story this week introduces us to our newest market. 
But first, we hear from one more professional from your neighborhood. Let's check it out. That's not me. That looks like me, but it's not me. He dresses better. What's that? I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. They're, they process it through American Dream, but there are several, you know, there are a lot of media companies that you can look, any of the guys out there that do like videography, and if you just look up a, a company like that that does film production, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, and it's a good opportunity. If you're looking to build your VIP list, right, it's a good opportunity to start reaching out to some of these people, figure out who's the best, who, who gets it. These are people that you should be reaching out to to build that list. Okay, um, so the, so that's actually a TV show that you're producing. That's it's pretty a TV cool. Show that I'm a part of. Yeah, I don't produce it, but I got to be you know to be on it. And they have it in different markets. There's uh, Kelly Zitlow's a part of it. I think Dixie does it. Um, I know there's a few others that are that are a part of this too. So awesome. So one like when I'm struggling with a VIP, let's say you know I'm the, I'm over there asking for business and starting to feel weird because I'm not giving them anything in return. One thing that I do to really show that I value what they do is I start to shoot some Bender Spotlight videos. Mm -hmm. I need to shoot a lot more of them after I saw that, and I, I, mine has to be a little higher quality. But Bender Spotlight videos, what I do there is I send that out to my database. So when I'm shooting a Bender Spotlight video, I, it's an interview style, okay? I have them highlight their business, and then I ask them at the end, can you offer something to my database like a discount, a coupon, something like that, so that they can reach out, you know, it's their call to action so that people reach out to them, and that's how I start to strengthen my relationship. Because doesn't it feel weird when you're always asking a VIP for business and it feels so one-sided, and you're not really doing anything to give them and help them build their business? Vendor Spotlight videos are just an excellent way to do that. Yeah, and I have... I have builders now contacting me. I have agents contacting me that want to highlight their listings, asking about it. And not everyone can be on this show, but I can go out and highlight a, a, a listing for any agent that I want. So, again, it's about just doing it. And most of the time people are like, are you even doing loans anymore? Or are you just like a TV star? So i got to get that figured out because I don't want them to think I'm not doing loans anymore. But go ahead and play this one. forward to seeing you next time on American Dream TV. Thanks for tuning in. Our national story this week introduces us to our newest market. But first, we hear from one more professional from your neighborhood. Let's check it out. Hey, it's Eric Colby with Mutual of Omaha Mortgage, co-host of the American Dream Show here in Denver. Today, we are going to highlight Denver Design Build. We're going to meet one of my good friends, co-founder and CEO, Jeff Ayers. We're going to look at some new construction projects as well as a rehab of a historic downtown condo. So let's go take a look. Wow. Hey Jeff, how you hey, doing? How you doing? Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you. Uh, what do you have going on here? So this is a loft remodel that was done by our residential team. It was a pretty, pretty rough shape when we got it. Now it's uh, roughly 4,000 square feet and newly remodeled and on the market for sale. So how'd you guys get started, man? It seems like you've had just exponential growth here over the last few years. When we started, it was mainly just 
anything we could get our hands on. And we grew that into our first single-family new construction, then our first multi-unit townhomes. And so this place is so cool, man. Why don't you uh, tell me a little bit more about it and show me around? Um, there was a full interior uh, gut and remodel that we just completed, 2.5 million, and basically did everything in here. Reconfigured some of the rooms. Uh, one of the few things that was existing was this staircase. We re refinished the whole thing. Great views on both sides. Yeah. I mean, this looks like an entertainer's thing for sure. Looking forward to going and taking a look at one of your ground-up projects, something you knocked a couple houses down. Is that the case? And then build some new townhomes right on top of them, right? It was three single-family homes, and uh, we tore those down, and now we have 12 uh, townhome units. So, great. Yeah. Let's head on over. Sounds great. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, Eric, good to see you. What, uh, tell me what you got going on over here. Well, this is Knox Row Townhomes. We've got 12 units. This building here is already finished. The next building is about a month out, and building three is about two months out. Great. Well, let's, uh, let's take a peek. Sounds good. Come on in. So what we're in right now is the front unit, which a nice feature of the front unit that we saw out front was that it does have a fenced yard and a nice patio, a nice covered porch. I really like that feature. All of them come standard with hardwood floors on the main floor, quartz countertops, soft clothes, cabinets, undermount lighting, which is kind of a nice feature too. Um, what's cool too is that we have 12 units, so we didn't do them all the same. They all have a little bit of a different finish to them, so you're not going to walk into your neighbor's house and see the exact same stuff that you have in yours. Welcome to my favorite part of the house. Man, I love these views. Yeah, Great. tremendous views, aren't they? The full front range, basically. Do all the units have a rooftop deck? They all have a rooftop deck, perfect for entertaining. They also all have three beds, three and a half baths, and are about 1,600 square foot each. So, Jeff, this seems more like uh, kind of a you come in and, and help them put it all together. I mean, is this typical of you know the types of projects that you see in terms of townhomes or other things that you're doing? Townhomes has been a, a big part of our business for the past five years, about. Um, we've done hundreds of units from five points to low high slums. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, this has been really cool, guys. I appreciate you taking time to, to show me around and highlight it. I always you know kind of wondered how somebody can you know see a see an old house in a neighborhood and kind of see that vision and, and how, it, how it gets to this point. Look, the guys at Denver Design Builder are really, really doing great things. Whoever gets any of these projects or has a chance to live there is going to be very lucky. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time on the American Dream. So, cool story real quick. When I walked in that loft, it was the first time I ever met Jeff Ayers. I'd never met him before. I knew his business partner, but he came in last week. I got another call from a guy. He said, hey, Jeff said you're the guy to do, that you're doing all these new condo projects. We've got a 127-unit condo project. We want you to be the preferred lender. So nice. that video, if I didn't do the show, probably would have cost 3000 bucks. Worth it. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, again, I wasn't comfortable doing these things because I felt nervous or what are people going to say or what am I going to look like. Now I just go. I'm like, I don't care. I just wing. I had no script. I asked those guys what they want to highlight in the building. I asked them what they want to highlight in that in the townhome. I said, what do you want me to ask you about in your in your 
in your company, you know, just talking about some of the things. And he, you know, Jeff, the guy was like so nervous. He's like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, hey, let's just, you guys have grown a ton, right? Let's just talk about that. Let's talk about what kind of projects you're looking for. You know, again, that's back to that adding value. And I struggled with that so much because as a lender, I always felt like it was so hard for me to find real estate deals. And when I found real estate deals, it was always, you know, oh, well, they already came from the guy that I already did the deal with, but so many times, and I didn't want to spend money on Zillow, and I didn't want to, you know, chase internet leads and some of those things. So for me, this has been a great way to just highlight stuff and present something different. Good stuff. So some of the videos that I like to shoot, number one is I like to shoot unique selling proposition videos. Okay, uh, Lizzie, we have something in Arizona or just it's coming to an end now. It was called Pathway to Purchase. Okay, so if you were a buyer and if it's your first home that you're purchasing, you can get up to $20,000 towards the down payment of a new home or not a new home, just your, your next purchase. All right. When you go on video and you start to talk about that type of program out there, because they didn't really do a good job this time of, of blasting it out to everyone. Okay? So we created a ton of videos behind it. Everything that I like to do has some lead generation aspect to it. I don't want to just get up there and shoot a video just to shoot a video. You saw what it landed. Eric, 120-something unit preferred. I mean, that's, that's something that's going to be there for the next couple of years. So I like that lead generation aspect to it. So um, unique selling proposition videos, something that's very, very good. I also use it to fill events. So we just did an, our annual, me and Derek Holder, we did an annual trunk or treat event. And that was really open to our, the community, but also to our database of clients and our VIPs. We had 1,500 people there. We tie it. I'm actually I'm going to show people about some ads here that we run to, to get to the community and to get more outreach to them. We had 73 people check off that they're interested in buying a home in the next 12 months. 73 leads that we're going to be following up on. All right. Next thing that I do is I actually run a home buyer seminar. I know everyone's saying, oh, your home buyer seminars, I only got two people there, you know, my last one. My home buyer seminar is happening next week, Saturday. I have 77 RSVPs. I start three months before it happens. I start to run ads and I boost ads. And we'll go over it here in just a second. But I shoot a weekly video and I spotlight all the vendors that are going to be a sponsor in that program. So it's me, a lender. I have my insurance person in it as well. I have my title reps in it my home inspector, my pest control person, my roofer. I have my home warranty person in there. And I have my financial planner in there because we put them into debt and now they're going to help them get out. I'm just, I haven't been the best person when it came to being the financial wizard, so I actually brought in a financial wizard to help me out with that. 75 people will probably get 20 pre-qualified buyers from that. It's huge. Okay? But you've got to start these things early. You have to do it. You have to, it has to be very, very consistent. If you, if you just wing it and you do it the, the week before, you're going to get events that should have two, maybe three people. And it's almost embarrassing to do that. Because these people in the room, they want to see someone that's up there, that's awesome, that's unbelievable. And you owe it to them to do that. All right? So one thing I want to do here is I want to do some table work. All right, I want you at your 
desk to put down the next three videos that you're going to shoot, who's going to shoot them, and when you're going to have it done by. Okay, so take about five minutes. After that, we're going to discuss it. And if anybody has any questions, just raise your hand. We can help you out with it. All right. Let's bring it back. So I want you guys to think of your mindset like this for a little bit, like that you want to become the digital mayor of your city, of your office, of your state, whatever you want to be like. You you want people to come to you for information. You want to highlight the cool stuff. Bring it back. You want to Bring do all the, all the stuff that you can, you can do that you want to be seen for. Um, you want to be that guy. So if you look on page 82, I believe it's 82, there are just some ideas. If you're having trouble thinking about what you want to do, kind of encompasses a lot of the different things that, that I do and that Kay does, whether you're doing it with your VIPs or events or parties or people, but there are a lot of really good ideas. So if you, you know, take a look at that page and kind of decide from there or maybe build, you know, for me, I always look at like the 10 lender laws. That's my, that's my business plan for the year. I've still never accomplished it. I think I do like four of them, but. One day I'll get it right. But I look at that when I want to get an idea and I think of something. Because it's hard. It's hard coming up with content. And sometimes I'm like, okay, oh yeah, this is a good idea. I might know this person or who knows this person. And like Kay said, I use a lot of these things to get back in front of my VIPs or back in front of influential people or get to know people that I would want to know through other people that I know. So, you know, even getting into schools. Like some of you may want to get into you know, your kid's school or something like that, and you want to be the agent for the school, or you want to be somehow highlighting. Well, if you went in and you highlighted the, you know, like at my kid's school, they do like a, a fun run where they donate and have to run laps. What if you went and just highlighted that for them? Would that, would that be something that you could do that might be like, oh, that's cool, that's different. This Now I see this person. It's all about just that repetition and top of mind. If you go up there and you say, you know, and you're in a, you know, a, a, a little mini house that you built and you put it out there and you're trying to sell a house and just sold and all this stuff at the fun run, that's kind of cheesy. That's like, you know, that's, that's advertising and marketing. But if you just take it from the direction that I'm going to highlight the fun run and I'm going to do this and people get to know you, like you, trust you, that's really the best way to go about it. So really good ideas on that page if you're having trouble. Um, I want to just kind of bring it around. Anybody have some ideas that they want to share of things that they're, that they, that they heard that might be cool. All right, so what was the best video idea that you came up with at your table? So this isn't the best video idea, but it is an idea for getting good content. Okay. Um, so I don't do videos that are like just generic. They're always on things that I am the most passionate about. Right, so if I was going to do a weekly video, something that I was going to do for three to five years, because sometimes it takes you a while to get traction, it has to be on something that lights you up, that you're super excited about, that way you don't need scripting, that way you just never run out of ideas. Um, so it's called talking in your zone of genius. Uh, most people will end up doing, copying what other people are doing, or um, looking at things that they believe that their audience wants and where you really provide the most value is actually in the areas that you're actually interested in. Um, so that's the approach that I've taken. It's easy for me to do videos. I record them. I have a podcast. I have a weekly newsletter that 
supports it, but mainly because I'm talking about things that I'm legitimately interested in. And I'm, I mean, for like influencing in mortgages, I would say that we have really good social media traction. I actually like generate like consumer direct leads via the marketing strategies that way. And for me, it's just been super easy to do it. But That's you've also, I mean, if any of you have ever followed Lizzie on her stuff, she does like really funny stuff too, like about loan files and some of those things were just cute, fun videos that she brings in as well. And I think you have to kind of show that in your personality. And I remember, you know, talking to Lizzie one of the first times I met her and she was talking about how she's an introvert and all these things. And I'm just like, when you see the videos and you see who she is, it's like, you have a, a draw to her, like to want to work with her in the things she's doing. So again, whether you're introvert, extrovert, whatever, I mean, I think, you know, I don't get excited every time I have to go and film these videos. I get nervous about doing it. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know how it's going to be perceived, but you know what? I do it, it goes out, and it gets response, and it gets, you know, it, it gets people to, to talk. So that's the main thing. Cool. Phil, what do you have on your table? We're going to have two. I'm going to tell you what I do, and then Perfect. Holly's going to talk about hers. So right now, um, during football season, um, I send out a video every week. I do a pick and I invite my whole database to do a pick It's free entry, and I give away $100 to their charity of choice. So I'm involving them. They're getting active. Again, nothing about real estate. Again, something you're passionate about, something you enjoy, and it just gets them to interact every week. They see me. I put the winner on there. What charity are you giving money away? So again, it kind of you... You get to your database, and then you give money away at the same time, too. It's like, you, yeah, you pick every game, and whoever has the most amount of winners in that game, just NFL, um, cool. I donate to their charity choice. I do the same thing for March Madness, so just kind of want to just interact with them and get them to uh, give some money to their charity. Holly, what do you got? I also was talking about getting involved with your charity, so right now... Um, taking video of our team, getting ready to be out and going in the community, taking video in the community so people see you that you are actually in the community, and dropping bags for a food drive, and then taking video of us picking them up, and then interviewing a couple of neighbors that participated that live in the neighborhood because it's relatable, and people will know who they are. And Holly and Phil, what are you guys using to film your videos? iPhone. Yeah, girl, just like me. Okay. I just sit at my desk and use my computer, whatever's I, on the computer. I do that Nothing too. My laptop, tech. I'll just hit play, send, boom. That's it. Done. I use BombBomb to send it out, but that's what I use. Great. Let's get uh, anybody that is doing a lot of video that might want to share something that they're doing at all, something unique. Is that Jen? I can't see back there. Teddy. Oh, my bad. Um, so I have a 1 o'clock every um, Monday. My assistant comes and grabs me because I wouldn't do it if she didn't come grab me. And I put a green room in an empty office that we had. You don't need a ton of space. And I bought all the equipment from Kelly Zillow's presentation last time, and it was like 300 bucks, like it was nothing. So we use the iPhone, and... Um, I record an investor muse and a builder muse. So those are two categories in my bomb bomb that I'm wanting to dive into a little bit more. We're, we're targeting builder sales reps. So as they make it into the database, um, you know, we want to drip on them. And so I record a video for the next week. It goes out on Monday and, um, it's just, 
it's topics that they're going to be interested in. I just, I come up with the next four weeks topics at a time, so I don't have to think every time. I just show up and I robotically say, what's on the list? And I'll talk to them about whatever a builder rep would be interested in or whatever an investment property flipper that I want to do the buyer's loan of the property they're flipping would be interested in. So if you have some kind of a niche market, you could do it to your business people and do like a Tuesday tip or like a business tip, just an idea that goes out weekly that drips on them. Great. Who in here has process videos like that walk the client through the process? I mean, I've been, Bill does. I've been wanting to do process. Yeah. I, I can do these videos, but I don't have any video like saying, here's, you yeah. know, thanks Phil, for I mean, your Phil, you have that. You do it at a really high level, too, because step-by-step, step, like where you're at, next step. Can you talk a little bit about that? Just a quick overview, because this is something that's huge. I think it's huge. I it's think the huge. process it's video, huge. I don't and know I've been why wanting I to do it, it and I've been on a call with them for a year and a half, and I never did it. I something I have to, I just wrote it down because I have we're to gonna, do that. We're going to commit to doing these. So okay. the bottom line, just commit, knock it out one day, bring a couple change of outfits. So, you know, if you're if you're getting it to the client throughout the process, you're not seeing, you know, they didn't know that you did it the same day. If you just line it up, knock it out. Um, I've always told the clients what to do throughout the process. We've sent out videos. Um, once we put videos in there, all their questions stopped. Like they still ask questions when we talk to them. They still ask questions when we did the emails. We put video in there, they actually watch it, and it gives them every step of the way. Prior to the listing appointment, after the listing appointment, once they go under contract, closing, inspections, appraisal, all that kind of stuff, there's steps along the way. Anytime you answer a question more than one time, just do a video on it. Just do a video, do a process video. Yeah. And it'll, it'll, it'll actually leverage your time so much better. And the other too. part of that, too, is for those of you that may not have as much time to meet with a client or see a client, or if you're, for, for lenders specifically, if you're not getting clients to come to your office, they, they start to get to know you. They see you, they're seeing you on there, they're still hearing from you, and they feel like they know you. Like, a lot of times I, you know, sometimes will only see a client if I go to a closing. And like, oh man, I feel like I already know you because I've seen this or I've seen that. So, again, they're, they're easy, like Bill said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, not walking the walk here, and I'll admit that. But I know it's, I know it's important. Yeah, I mean that's something that I have to add to. I'm actually really disappointed in myself that, I mean, I had Phil on a call for a year and a half, and I still haven't added it. So, um, any other questions before we move on? Holly. One last thing I just thought about that I should be implementing. I was invited by a vendor in Denver to a happy hour downtown. He had a videographer for all of us that don't, you know, you think you can't do it like Eric's talking about. He paid a videographer to come in. They gave us drinks, and then they made us do video testimonials. They set a part of the restaurant up, and it was all green room, and they did all video testimonials, and we could easily do that. We all throw happy hours, get a videographer. They pay for it because now you're exposing them to more business. It doesn't have to be whoever, you know, it can be lenders, vendors, whatever, and you could knock it out in one happy hour. And then you have video testimonial, which is huge. Great idea. One more? So on the videos that you send to, to clients, um, just kind of quick, uh, short videos introducing yourself, do you have generic videos, or do you think it's better to use the client's name? I, for, like for the short ones like that, I really try to do a personal one. I don't want a generic one because I want to be able to say, hey, John and Susie, it was great just meeting with you. Just like it's, it's essentially the honor call, but it's more, again, just that video. It, it really takes me maybe an extra, you know, 
minute because I have to like push edit and things like that instead of just leaving a voicemail. But it's so much more impactful when you do it that way. I mean, if you get something like that, it's like it's like a handwritten thank you card compared to an email. You know, it's just something different that goes one step above and it separates you from the other person. You know, and and you know, I'll sometimes if there's an agent you know, that referred them. I'll just say, I'm so glad, you know, that, that John referred you, and I'll copy that person on it, too. Great meeting. And then the agent, you know, you're, it's like Phil said, you're, it's closing the back door. Like, you don't have to now make another call to the agent to say, I just met with them. They're on the text message that says, thank you so much for sending them. They're like, oh, good, I'm glad you guys met. You know, this is really cool. No one does this. I mean, and again, how much does it cost? Nothing. How much time does it take? No time. You know, it's, it's easy way to do it. Good? All right, we'll take one more, and then we have to move on to our next I live segment. in a unique destination. Santa Fe is a tourist destination, one of the top in the world. So I do little videos about things that are happening, places to go, a new restaurant, and people love it mm-hmm. because I become the Santa Fe expert. The digital mayor of your town. That's, that's the thought process you guys need to think. That's right. Tineo, can we get our next uh, slide up? So one thing while she's getting this loaded up, is you have to have a calendar of what you're going to be doing. It has to be mapped out. All right. Where I failed a lot in the beginning of my video career was I would just say, all right, we're going to shoot, I don't know what we're going to shoot today. Then it would waste time and waste time and waste time. Now it's all mapped out for me. I shoot mine Friday morning, okay, because it's the end of the week. I'm feeling good. I'm excited for the weekend. And I know at the beginning of the week what I have to prepare for, at least mentally or maybe getting some content ready to go. So it's mapped out for the next three months. One thing you want to get to get to the point where you start amassing a big library of these things. So if you do miss, you can reuse some of the older stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. Can we do the other one, the ad? The, okay. So while they're loading that up, um, this, and this is really big for both lenders and real estate agents. So my best friend in the, is a lender in the core. All right, I was the best man in his wedding, Derek Polder. So lenders in my town were so afraid to call me. It was actually a good thing because lenders, man, some of them can be just a pain, right? And no one would ever call me. And then one time there was one uh, lender wasn't with the core yet, just came into my office and said, "Hey, Kay, um, I want your business." He didn't use the eye close all the time, every time, yada, yada, yada. I don't like that. That doesn't work on me. Okay. He came in and says, hey, Kay, I want to start giving you a lot of leads. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, a lot of them. I want to build a partnership with you, and this is how I want to do it. I said, well, fantastic. Let's get going. And we finally started picking up some, you know, some, some good business. And I said, ah, you know, you actually got to be in the core, man. I can't use anybody that's not in the core. And Rick really gets on to us about that. But that's how he, I'm going to show you what he did to come up to me and earn my business, all right? And for lenders out there, I sold 202 buyer sides last year, 202. And the crazy part about it is lenders didn't even call me because they were so afraid that my best friend was a lender. But the reason why they didn't call me is because they don't know how to give me value. They don't. Closing on time every time. I already got somebody that does that. My best friend does that. So if you're going to pull some of my business away, this thing better be, like whatever plan you're bringing, it has to knock it out of the park. 
And this thing knocked it out of the park. So we started some Facebook ads. And let me tell you right now, Facebook ads, Facebook leads suck. Like, why are you teaching us about this then? They suck. All right? But the way we do it doesn't suck. This is really brilliant. So one thing we do is we actually post ads on social media, on Facebook. That's our biggest way of doing it. Okay, I can't teach you today on how we post an ad from start to finish because it does take some time. All right, so what me and Tanil have agreed to do is within the next two to three weeks, I am going to teach you how through a webinar on how to post a social or a Facebook ad from start to finish, how to set your demographics properly, how to look at your leads to make sure you're getting the most out of what you're doing. Okay, I do spend money on this stuff. But it's not nearly what people spend on Zillow. Like I know lenders out there giving their agents $10,000 a month on Zillow. Who here is the lender gives their, gives a, a real estate agent money for Zillow? Raise your hand because I know there's a lot of people here that do it. Okay? That doesn't really work for me either because the conversion rate is pretty low on Zillow. So we started posting ads. Some of the ads we post are uh, coming soon listings. Okay. The great thing about an ad is they have to fill in all their information to see some of the pictures. So coming soon listings, builder specs before they hit the market and remodeled properties, get them before they go on MLS. So there's some urgency that we're trying to create in our market. It's still really hot. All right. Buyers out there are losing out on properties because they're using a part time agent. Maybe their agent is not quite as skilled. They only have to, the only tool that they have to find properties as MLS. So they're starting to go and do a lot of home searching ourselves. So this is an ad that we post. Okay. Just some content up at the beginning, just some, you know, explain, explaining the, the actual property that we have. And in today's competitive market, you don't want to rely on MLS and Zillow. All right. Click on to see the pictures before this hits the market. And that starts to generate some people putting their information in. All right. So it this generated 265 leads in one week. Let me tell you, 265 leads were all like not all. Most of them were terrible leads. Who here has time to call 265 leads in one week? Raise your hand. Nobody, right? So how did we get it to the point where we didn't have to call all of these people? There's some technology out there called Active Campaign. Write that down. Active Campaign. It's a CRM that you can pre-record a voicemail and pre-send uh, pre out text messages saying, Hey, so-and-so, you just reached out to me on social media. You want to go see one of my properties? Love to, love to show it to you. Uh, when do you want to go? So that gets sent out to all 265 people. Okay? It actually looks like this. That's, it goes through and it kind of sees who's hot and who's not. When it's not hot, we trash them. We don't, we don't have to, we don't want to deal with that. The lead is too cold. Once they start to engage, I have somebody on my team or Roy Burr has somebody on his team that's engaging back with them. So this is what it looks like, just, and it's pretty hard to see, but it's just text going back and forth. Once we get it to the point that it's warm, it's sent over to me or one of my buyer's agents, we reach out and we send 
Uh, we send some information of ourselves, a video just introducing our team and what we're about, and we set an appointment. Okay, so if you're right now, if you're like, ah, you know what, I'm not really getting a lot of leads, right, and, I, and it's taking a while to get your VIPs going, and you want to really pick it up without killing yourself calling 200 and something leads, use this program, figure out how to fill out leads, it's go, go to facebook.com slash advertising, it'll walk you step by step on how to do it. So of the 265 leads, 21 responded. It hasn't even got to me yet, which is good, right? So we took something that was ultra cold, someone else did all the work, and they brought me 21 leads that three said that they were looking to buy within three months. Three to six months were three people. Six to 12 months, six people ready to go. Okay, but look at the cost per lead. In my market, a Zillow lead, average cost per lead is about a hundred bucks. You go places in California, we're talking two, three hundred dollars a lead. What is it in your market? I mean, it's hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a lead. And you're paying that much for something that will at best convert two to three, four percent. So look at all that 96% of losses of those $200 per lead losses that you had to deal with and look at what I'm spending. Cost per lead, $1.53. Okay? I even told Roy, I was like, hey, I want to break it down even better. How much of the 21 did it cost, to get the 21 people did it cost me? It cost me $19 on average. Okay? And my job as the agent now is to get these people to buy faster than 6 to 12 months. Faster than 3 to 6 months. Faster than 3 months. So as my job as an agent kicks in after that to get it going. Alright? So, if you're a lender, let's talk about this. Now you have a reason to approach a really big agent, or almost any agent you want, or even bring value to some of the agents that you already have, okay? Because this is not going to kill you. This is not 265 calls. This is an automated system that's weeding out all the people that are typically cold and unresponsive anyway to get you to the people that you should be spending some time with. Can I interrupt you real quick here? So, again, not knowing how to do any of this stuff, one of my clients... Uh, has a marketing, he does marketing, and he is actually a, in medical device sales. But he was asking me about loans and had some questions. I've done a bunch of loans for him, and he was telling me what he does. So I actually hired him to be on my team part-time, um, and we'll go out to, to meetings with new agents together, and he shows them how to do this. He teaches classes on it. He does it. And really what happens is they don't want to do it, so he does it. We get the leads. We control the leads. We give it back to them. We show their properties. He makes these like neutral sites, so it doesn't look like it's a realtor or a lender. It's just kind of a neutral site that gets the engagement. And then, again, from the lender perspective, being able to crack the code to give agents leads without having them want you to have a big spend on Zillow is huge. So, you know, if you know people that, that know how to do this, it's, a, it's really a part-time, you know, deal. It doesn't have to be somebody that's full-time doing it for you. So as a lender, you can start to take some of the power back. Right, They're all coming up to you. All the agents are coming up to you because I did it for a really, really long time. I was spending ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a month. Phil at one time was spending tons and tons of money a month. 
I got that away, started transitioning some of it to this. I don't spend any money on Zillow, any money on Trulia, Realtor.com, none of that stuff anymore. I am done. Okay? Right now you're feeding your competition because if you keep doing it, they will wipe us out. And I'm done with it. Okay? So I'm doing stuff like this that gets me to people that are much, much, much more warm than somebody that three other people, three other agents are calling. Okay? So does anybody have any questions on this program that we're running here? No? Anybody think that it could work for them? Right out. Oh, we got a mic. Do you geoform these, like for this listing, when you had an ad about a house for sale or coming soon, whatever, do you geoform it in terms of try to market to a specific area of town? Um, for me, it's more of just blast it out as big as possible. Um, I haven't got to the point where we're geofarming specific areas quite yet, but that's something that we've been looking into. Right now, it's been such a good year for us that we didn't have to add it, but that's something that we're definitely looking into, especially if the market starts to turn. We're looking at other creative ways to uh, get to consumers direct without going through these other internet companies that could be very, very expensive. Well, the other nice thing, we, we had that question too, like do we stick to specific zip codes? We don't necessarily do that either because on the lending side, we're calling on the leads too to see if they need a loan. So I can do, I don't have to just do loans in Tucson or wherever, you know, I can do them anywhere else. So cool. So again, it's facebook.com slash advertising. That will teach you how to set up an ad. And if you don't want to do that, we are, let me get you here in just a second. Me and Tanil are going to shoot a webinar that's going to break it down step by step by step on how we executed this. And Tanil, we could probably have that done, what, in the next three weeks, a month? One week. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, whoa. Okay, cool. Got a question. And so how often do you post those Facebook ads? How much do you spend and what's the conversion look like? So conversion, you know what, I'd have to get the overall conversion for this one here, but we're doing it about once a month right now. Well, we're doing it every week, but that's a one-month total right there, $400 for one month. It was three ads in a one-month period, okay? But when you look at, when you look at even to, you know, compared to a Zillow, the amount of calls that you make or the total amount of leads that you get to people that you actually talk to, this is actually much, much, much higher. And it's actually, it's, it's less work for, you know, because I know you have people that actually make some of these cold lead calls for you. It's exhausting when they just get hung up on or no answer or voicemail. That's a tough job. So if you could give them more people that are engaging with them, it makes their job a lot easier. You'll keep them longer. You'll do more business. I mean, I don't know if it's even possible to do more business than you right now, Phil. Because you're killing it, but you know, be something good to look into to add. Let's uh, let's open it up for any question, not just about this, but anything yep. that you saw along the way that you want to ask. We got about ten minutes left, so we want to make sure we can answer this. Thank you very much for the information. I'm floating back to the videos that we did. So how do you get the highest viewership? Obviously, you can do it to your database. It's not a big deal. Bomb bomb's great. But posting it on Facebook gets only so much recognition. How do you spread the word? So, so same thing. So we do, um, 
we, we put them on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and then um, we will do, sometimes we'll boost the posts. So that's yep. another thing you can do through Facebook for very, very minimal cost where you just boost it and you're getting out there. Um, again, I have, you know, the, the builders will put this stuff on their sites as well. Agents will put it out on their sites, tag people, tag companies, you know, and, and we do, you know, it's very organic, but the boost posts, I mean, if you guys have ever put anything on Facebook where you can boost, it's like get to 1,500 more people for, you know, $10. Yeah, it's so like a really, really low cost way, way to get it. it out there. Sharing is huge, too. Sharing. I mean, you've got a lot of people in your network, you know, in your team, in your VIPs that you can ask them to share. You don't have to ask them to share every single one, so spread it out. You know, ask them for help, ask them for support. Yep. Yeah, so um, our open rate on the videos that we send via emails is pretty, is pretty low. Uh, we were looking to figure out if there is a way. Do you guys know any systems out there that you can do bulk texting for video? I have a, I'll get it to you, but like for our videos, like if you text 21,000 and you put my name in, people just automatically get signed in and we have them do it when they're in my office, right? So they just get the money tip videos and they just, every Monday they get a reminder, but I'll get it to you right now. Does it, is anyone in this class using like a mass texting system at all? I know they're, they're out there. Ricky, what do you use? Agent legend. Okay. Other questions? How do you feel about live videos? I've heard back and forth, you know, everything you guys showed was scripted or planned, but then I see all the stuff on there about live videos and the engagement you get right then and there. I, I think live videos are cool. I, I've only done one um, a few years ago, and I don't know why. It's just something I don't do, but I know like uh, Gavin Ekstrom. He does them like he just did his little Halloween party and, you know, I got a notification and do it. But I, I ended up not watching it until later because it still pops up in the feed and then you can watch it and like it and stuff like that. So I think I think the live video stuff is really cool because that gives you more of just uh, an authentic, here it goes. No one's like watching it or expecting it to be perfect as you're talking because you're just kind of going with the flow and, and doing things. So if you're worried about some of the scripted stuff or what you're going to say and you want to just, hey, we're out here at the, you know, like in Colorado, let's just say that you're out here at the stock show, you know, this is what's going on every year. It's the biggest event, blah, blah, blah. And come out and join, come to our booth. Those kind of things are, I mean, that's really all it is. I mean, the ones that are, you know, 45 minutes or an hour long, I think sometimes I'll watch a couple minutes of those and kind of, hey, you know, give me a thumbs up so at least you know I saw it. But um, I feel like that stuff, just a short little burst of, of live is really a good idea. Yeah. I like them as well because you can really increase the engagement as you're going. You can see people that are viewing it. You can reach out and start talking to them. So if you want to increase your engagement, live videos are a fantastic option versus something that's already been pre-recorded pushing it out there, right? Because once that video, if you're not knocking it out of the park with that pre-recorded video, your engagement will be very low. Facebook will start to suppress that video, sending it out to other people for view, you know, for them to view. Okay, so I do like, I like live. It's an art, it's a trick, right? You're gonna have to get used to it. Like any other video that we're shooting, you, you know, gotta test it out and keep doing it. I think the Facebook, I mean, really, I think they're easier. I think something like that is easier to do, just to push play and yeah. go. Hi, how much are you guys using Instagram stories? 
I'm just getting started with Instagram right now. I'm starting to do it. We're, I'm not in the part where, and the way, I should say, the way I measure the success is my engagement and my, if it's it bringing me leads. So right now, Instagram's not really bringing me leads, but I mean, that's really because of me. I haven't really done too much in terms of researching how to do it. I'm just so heavy on Facebook right now that that's something I have to start to do. I don't think, I don't even know what that is. So <laughs> I just hit the heart. Facebook stories is stuff you press and it'll show that, you know, show what yeah, someone's yeah. actively doing or what they recorded. It's kind of like Facebook Live. Yeah. Okay. Pretty close. I'm just curious about uh, collecting testimonials. Do you have a place that you like sending them to? I know with Zillow, at least, if you send them there, they have to have closed the deal. People will do a Google. There's lots of different ways. Some people do it on Facebook. I'm just curious where you send somebody you want to get a testimonial from. So during my client events, we do have an area where we shoot a ton of testimonial videos. So I do a movie event, and on the outside, we have a little booth that we just shoot testimonial videos. I like to post those on social media, tag them so that their sphere starts to see it. But a lot of my testimonials, I, I'm just so big on video now. I don't post my Zillow five-star review. I think that just, it, it just doesn't reach engagement. People are not interested in it. I'll give you a perfect example. When I was trying to hire someone, I would just post ads, simple ads, no motion, just, hey, this is what we're doing to hire. Nothing. I would get nothing. I would get on there and sell through a video on what I'm trying to hire, why this isn't an, it, it is a perfect opportunity for someone to come in, start at the bottom, grow, eventually make a ton of money, boom, I'd get more resumes and more inquiries than I could even handle. Okay? So it's just anything that's stationary, I don't like. I love just video and give yourself, you're the best salesperson on your team, give yourself an opportunity to get on there more to start selling to the public. Also, I have more, my, my, my website, ericcolby.com, I have a video part where I'm starting to put up a bunch of my other videos and things like that if you want to take a look at some other stuff that we're doing. All right. No other questions? So uh, we just want to thank everybody for, you know, just an awesome audience. Thank you for your engagement. I hope you learned a lot, okay? And, and if you feel like you're anything that you're unclear of, Hunt us down, and we'll go over anything that you need. So thank you very much. Uh, Colby. Thank you. You've been listening to the CORE's Sales Training Boot Camp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.lacortraining.com.